you for joining me today. And oh, you're welcome. I'm so excited. <laughs> and welcome to the Empowered Women, Empowered Women podcast. As I said, you're my very, very first, you know, podcast, I guess. Podcast interview. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. And yes, appreciate you. So can you tell people in three words what, what explains you, sums up what you do, who you are, what your work is? your gifts that you're putting out in the world. Yeah, amazing. I mean, I, I don't think I'm ever able to do things in three words. The best, the best way is probably spiritual mindset coach, um, helping women specifically overcome their self-doubt, their anxiety to bring them more freedom, confidence in their life and business and play big. Yes, I think it's important. I think as women, we're always taught to play like a role, play small, and yeah, we're going to be talking about that a little bit more about your strategies because we've had a bit of a conversation before, but I've got some other questions to ask you first. So what's a go-to order at your favourite restaurant where you live? And do you want to tell everyone where you live at the moment? Yeah, cool. So I'm from London in England, but I live in a, in a place called Cambridgeshire. It's a couple of hours north of London. And my go-to meal, um, it's got to be just like a big bowl of pasta with loads of cheese and yeah, that kind of thing. Um, although I am kind of moving over into more plant-based, so cheese is going to be a thing of the past. But for now, I would say, yeah, big bowl of pasta with cheese and garlic and that kind of thing. <laughs> Way to go you, like. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry to get offended by this, but I love meat. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's amazing that you're doing that, being more conscious about the animals and all of that stuff and going all plant-based. I think that's really amazing and stuff like that. Um, what do you wish you had known when you started out? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, so it's been about two years since I first thought, I can't do my employee job anymore. I can't um, keep dropping my daughter off at seven o'clock in the morning and not picking her up till half five at night and always being late. Um, so the moment I realized I wanted to have my own business and do my own thing and not have to ask anyone for time off and not having to ask anyone for holiday and that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, you do have to go outside of yourself at first, I believe, to learn how to do things and yes. get outside help, you know, from coaches or mentors or online courses or all of that. But I think one thing I wish I would have known a bit more at the beginning is trust in myself more. And I know that sounds really vague and quite... No, no, forever, because... <laughs> I exactly feel the same way. I've always had a really big intuition, but I'm always second-guessing it. And I'm just like, my intuition will point me towards people like it pointed me towards you, obviously. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Should I reach out to this person? Should I do this? And I'm just like, and I reached out to you and you replied. And I'm like, oh, my God. So it was actually spot on. And also that's how I've met my fiance got in certain things in my life but I agree it's just about second guessing ourselves all the time yeah completely and you know a lot of that comes into just 
codependency as a whole and fear of failure and fear of success and saying yes when you mean no and not owning your no and that whole kind of like umbrella of questioning yourself and self-doubt and I understand that kind of has to come in when you're doing something new so I do get that and I understand that I've been on a journey to understand myself more and and my own intuition but yeah I wish (laughs) if I was to tell someone starting out I would say go with your gut as much as humanly possible um even if it feels a bit strange or it feels a bit weird go with that inner intuition but again we're not taught that at school we're not taught that our intuition is a superpower so a lot of us are just kind of bumbling around and finding it as we go on this personal development journey but yeah that's probably what I would say although it sounds a bit (laughs) no no I think also that resonated with me I think I needed to I appreciate you not only giving that to my listeners but to me as well because I think that resonates with me right now because I have been second guessing my intuition on certain things because I think we spoke about it, like our doubt and ego says no, this and this and this. But again, I'm going to be asking you questions more about that because I think you've definitely got some really great answers and you, what you've told me. And I think the people who are listening to our podcast would appreciate that. So, oh, yeah, that's my next question. So what are your tips for overcoming doubt? Because I know for me, I think I've spoken to you also imposter syndrome I've been noticing it a lot in women like I don't know why why do we doubt ourselves all the time I don't know (laughs) yeah I mean so the tips thing with the self-doubt I mean this is what I work a lot with my one-to-one clients on and actually the hardest part about self-doubt is realizing is noticing it in the first place so a lot of the time when we have a desire so we have a desire of something we want to achieve and that desire feels really really good for all of about a minute and then the ego starts getting really loud right she starts I say she I I picture her as like an inner critic you know so she starts getting really loud trying to tell you all the reasons why you can't do it she's only doing that and getting loud and rude and mean because it's going out of your comfort zone and the safety blanket that she has formed for you right now your desire is something completely different to that and her job is to keep you safe as well as the subconscious mind they're together they want to keep you safe so although that worked for us back in caveman times cave women times when we had saber-toothed tigers that were going to kill us and eat us and bears and other tribesmen and women Back then, that it was brilliant to be on guard and, you know, uh, be, be fearful and have this negative thought programming. But we ha- we've carried it through now and we get the same fight or flight stressed out yes. symptoms from just thinking about doing a Facebook live. Right. Yes. Oh <laughs> so, <my God. laughs> you know, so I, I the, the way that I think with self-doubt is that a lot of the time, if you find that you're procrastinating and doing some, everyone's got their procrastination thing, right? Either you're <laughs> yeah. in your house or you're emptying out your drawers. Or for me, it's I'm watching something like Keeping Up with a Kardashian. And then that's <laughs> when I go, okay. And, and for me, it's taken a while to realize. But once you realize, oh my gosh, I'm procrastinating on something, that's yeah. your ego trying to make you do anything other than your desires. So for me, I kind of do it in three steps. I say, you notice. And then you write it all down. You write everything down about how you're feeling, what she's saying, what the ego is saying, write it all down. And then you start disproving it. So I had this lately with my um, first podcast that I'm doing a private one at the moment for lots of different reasons. But I went into self-doubt. I was sitting there watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I was like, hmm, 
oh, okay, what am I not trying to do? Podcast. Then I I wrote it all down. I let my ego tell me everything that she needed to tell me, which was who's going to listen. You can't yes. do it because you're not very good at tech. Um, what are your topics going to be about? You're going to run out. And then I, I wrote it all down and I just disproved it. So the who wants to listen? I wrote, well, my mum. So already <laughs> that's disproved. One, you one know, person. and then you kind of, yeah, and you make it into the, almost a joke. And then the third step I would say is just talk, talk to her and say, listen, thank you so much. I know you're getting loud. I know you're trying to stop me yes. from doing it. But actually my desire is stronger. So why don't you let me just take a little bit of action towards it? And human beings, once we start, there's lots of scientific evidence about this. Even just starting a, a task, like a tiny little bit, most of us will then just continue doing the whole thing. And then by the end of it, your desire is achieved. And you're like, yes. But the hardest part I always find is the noticing. Like the part just before you notice is actually quite tricky because it might be weeks. You know, I think to be honest, I procrastinated on my podcast for probably nine months, you know, oh without God. realizing. <laughs> I, I agree. Tell me about it. I, I wanted to start this podcast ages ago. And then I was like, enough is enough. And even this morning when I came to, interview you my first official I had all these limiting beliefs and self-doubt who are you to do this you're you know you're still employed because I told you I'm moving to being self-employed this and this and and I'm just like well why not a lot of people are on this journey and I felt like a connection towards you and especially because we did have a bit of a conversation because I've always been rigged with a lot of doubt, but I'm just like, enough is enough. Like I need to either like listen to my heart or not do this. And I've always like, yes, I, I agree with do like feel the fear and do it anyways, but also work mm. on your shit as you're going through it, you know? Yeah, I love that. And, you know, considering it's like your first um, interview process or whatever we want to call call it, but the fact that I, I like the term, you know, like messy action, you know, you just take yeah. the action, do it. And also it means that you get to watch your development and your growth oh, from yeah, like, 100%. Right at the beginning. And when you're doing this in 10 years time and you say to someone, oh, go back to that first ever episode. Yes. Of course, it's not meant to be polished and perfect. The first I agree. You're just meant to do it. So I, agree. I think that's important how you brought that up, because, again, I know a lot of people who I speak to, especially women, we're perfectionists. Yeah. Have everything perfect. Like this needs to be perfect. That needs to be perfect before we do it. And I, you hit the nail on the head. You know, people need to just do it. Just take next the action. And who cares? Like, you know, you learn from it and you grow from it and you get better. And people will automatically be, you'll become magnetic when you're like stepping into your power and you're showing people like, Hey, I'm not perfect. I'm imperfect, but I'm doing it. I think that's, yeah. Amazing. Oh, I, to- I totally agree. Totally agree. Amazing. I think, a- I think that's amazing. I think you definitely brought up some amazing points uh, for people listening to my podcast. Cause um, one of my most listened ones right now on my podcast because uh, I did some pre-episodes is how to overcome doubt. So that's why I asked you that question. So um, what is something you failed at and how uh, did you use that to get to where you are today? Did you say failed at? Yeah. And yeah. how did you oh. use that to get to where you, because a lot of people don't talk about failure. People always yeah. talk about success and I don't really like to talk about it, but it's important that to show people that, 
yeah but anyway so I'll let you enter yeah that it's a journey I, I love that and I I've actually reframed the word uh you know fail and failure I can't remember where I heard it now but someone said failure is a speed bump on the road to success and I remember it really landing with me because I thought that's so cool because then what that does is when you do fail in inverted commas actually rather than looking at yourself and beating yourself up and saying I'm such a failure or I can't do this or I can't do that which means I'm never going to try again and all of the stuff that comes with it you actually kind of welcome it and enjoy it and say okay I have to go through this because with failure actually comes growth because in the in the failure whichever the failure is for you you it's obviously just and for me because I'm very spiritual I see it as just the universe giving you um what's the word awareness the universe literally giving you awareness so you try and do something let's say in your business it let's just talk about a launch let's say you do a launch yes it really doesn't go to plan maybe like you don't (laughs) get anybody to sign up for whatever it is so you automatically go to failure but actually if you reframe it as okay this didn't work um so why and then you can dig into all the reasons like maybe the desires behind it weren't right maybe um you didn't actually like the program maybe you weren't actually ready to do it and actually you you just take all of the things from this perceived failure and just know it's part of your journey um so for me I mean in my business this is the thing because I've reframed failure I don't really use that word but I suppose I think in my there was I mean I've started my business whilst raising a newborn so it, it was definitely crazy and I had my first couple of clients when he was three months old and it was amazing I just couldn't believe it and I was like this is amazing but then straight after that I let my you know ego and subconscious really drag me down and then I wasn't sleeping because you know he's a newborn and for probably about three months I didn't have any clients but also I when I did the work and I did the inner work and I started looking at it all I realized I wasn't ready because I needed to do some healing so I really dug into inner child healing and a lot of subconscious work which to be honest I needed to do all of that because when I realized how, and it is tough doing inner child healing and shadow work, you know, it's really, really difficult. You're in fetal position, crying a lot of the time. You're really digging out old stuff that your subconscious has stored away. But once I realized in that time, rather than thinking, oh my gosh, I'm such a failure. I was like, I'm, uh, because I love affirmations. So I'd be very much like, I am a badass mum. You know, I'm a badass uh, entrepreneur. Yes, right now, I um, I don't have any clients in my business, but that's because I need to heal and I need yes. to sort myself out. Yeah. Um, and what I learned from that is actually I needed to go through that to then help my clients through with it. How could I do inner child healing or shadow work with my clients if I haven't done it myself? Yes. And once I kind of went through that, that's suddenly when all the clients started pouring in because Amazing. I'd done the inner work. So I think that's probably my failure story that what I learned from it was that, Actually, I wasn't ready for clients at that time. I had that exciting boost at the beginning where I had all this yeah. energy for it. And then the universe and my spiritual journey took me on a path that was like, you know what, you, you've you got to do this now. We've got to crack you open so that you can then grow. I'm on that journey too, to doing shadow work in a child. And I've had a lot of like breakdowns and breakthroughs, but I, I think it's also amazing how you said affirmations of, a lot of people call me like the affirmation person because I'm always trying oh, nice. affirmations on like, but I really resonate with them because I do believe in what you speak out to the universe comes out back to you. 
Um, yeah. I think that's a beautiful, really, really beautiful. And thank you for sharing that. That was really, really amazing. And I think that was very important. Um, so the next question I have for you is what is a star sign? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Cancer, uh, June 28th. Um, I've had two birth chart readings, which have been incredible. I'd like highly recommend uh, doing them. But I, yeah, so ca- cancer, um, I don't know enough about astrology. I, it's not like a path for me, but I do enjoy it. I do like reading them. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's definitely something I want to look into more in the future. What are you? Me, I'm Aquarius. I'm definitely very Aquarius because again, all my fiance says a lot, I do tend to always get very impatient. <laughs> which we do. I always want things now. Like that's just my personality. That's always been like, I want it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, just learning like, yeah, you can have it now in the spiritual world, but like you have to wait for it to come into the reality, if that yeah. makes sense, um, to manifest into the reality. Um, and, and yeah, and also um, I, I tend to be a very big dreamer. I've always been a very big dreamer when I was, you know younger so I believe yeah some you know characteristics in your star sign are definitely who you are so and you can't feel ashamed or guilty for feeling that way there's a reason why you're born that way everyone's got their innate abilities on this earth um so what is your favorite color and what does it say about you Tara Mm -hmm. Do you know, the colour I always go to is blue and it it always ah. goes to it, even though my branding isn't blue. <laughs> um, my branding is, is you know, sort of light yellows and, and, and pinks. But there's there's something about blue. I think it's just it's it's I know it's I know green is normally like the earthy colour, but mm. I, I associate blue with like the night sky. That's kind of dark blue sky and the sea. So I think it's just nature and I think it's just being outside and being near the ocean and just blue being quite a calming color and quite a trustworthy color in a way um yeah. I just yeah I'm, I'm quite a grounded person I suppose and people friends and clients or whatever when they're with me they feel that sense of calm and, and trust and ease and, and flow I suppose so I feel like blue just kind of incorporates all of that <laughs> yes and also because the ocean flows and um, yeah exactly exactly I believe colors do have meanings um are you an introvert or are you an extrovert oh I do you know what I love these questions these are so <laughs> cool I just wasn't expecting questions like this so nice um so nice so this is really funny because I one of my current one-to-one clients um calls herself an introvert you know she says I'm an introvert and you know, it's funny because I said, you know, why were you attracted to me? Because I'm clearly an extrovert, you know, I'm clearly <laughs> like chatty and I'm out there and I'm loud or, or whatever. But then um, there's this, I don't know if you've done the 16 personalities um, test and test or whatever you want to call it. And I actually came out 55% um, extrovert wow. and 45% introvert. And, you know, when I looked at it, not saying a test can tell me more about myself than myself. But when I think yeah. about it, I love being alone and I love um, going for walks alone. And I love, um, you know, even when I was like 18, 19 in London, I wanted to go to the theatre. So I would just go. I I would book a ticket and go and see Wicked. Wicked is my favourite musical. And after I'd seen it once with somebody, 
I was like, I want to go again. There was no one else that wanted to go. So I just went. And then I went again a third time. And then went again a fourth time. People thought I was absolutely crazy. And even back then, you know, it was a bit weird to, you know, I'm 33 now. So it was quite a while ago. And it was a bit weird to go and do things by yourself. So when I look at it, I think actually I am both you know I do really yeah. love people and I love I get energy from people and I love it but I also absolutely love being alone and then I was talking to her about this I, I voice noticed her and said guess what you know I'm not actually as extroverted as I thought I was you know and when I analyzed it it was right and she was like well to be honest I don't even want to really call myself an introvert because <laughs> actually there are parts of me that are extroverted so you know um but I, I I love I love that it's a really nice question and just kind of nice for me to just analyze it a bit so. yes 100 I just thought it'd be interesting to get to know you a little bit more uh do you have a secret talent I can tap dance very well. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. I, I do believe, you know, we're all talented in some way. Um, uh, what is your weirdest habit? Weirdest habit? Oh, um, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say it was a habit. Yeah, I never finished my hot drinks. <laughs> it's just like the most stupid annoying thing like, I like my husband goes absolutely crazy with it I can't explain to you why I don't do it and, and it's just I, I will make a cup of tea or make a cup of or a decaf coffee and I will literally be enjoying it and then half of it's left and I just oh, whatever so it's just and it's, it's funny because it's one of those things you know we have those parts of us like these let's say shadow aspects that yes. I used to think oh gosh you know I can be messy I can be late I can not finish my hot drinks I can forget things yeah. and and there were things I used to always really um beat beat myself up about and judge myself for yeah but actually you just have to completely accept all parts of ourselves you know and I remember yeah. it, I sent it to my husband once and just saying do you know what we're married just accept me for who I am I just don't finish my hot drinks <laughs> and it's just yeah it's really really weird <laughs> sometimes that makes you even more powerful in what you do in your work and stuff like that because you know yeah I believe it all links in together somehow where did you grow up so I was born actually in Sweden um oh, wow. in little, yeah in a little um town called Terby in Stockholm um so we were kind of there for quite a while for a couple of years um but also lived in Cyprus for a little bit it's a long story which we won't go into now but then moved to London when I was about four so I would say I grew up in London it's sort of nitty-gritty kind of rough part of London so seen a lot heard a lot um but yeah absolutely love London it's just got a really big place in my heart um yeah absolutely love it <laughs> that's beautiful and the last question I have for you is what is your tip to be an empowered woman today? Oh, I love it. So I think the what the first word that just came into my mind is authenticity. And yes. that's something I've been working on massively. I think that it's when you have an idea of something that you want to do, allowing all the self-doubt and all the stuff to come up, owning it, reframing it, and then doing the thing anyway. Mm. I think that for me is like the definition of empowerment because then you are being your most authentic self because 100%. your desires are aren't given to you your desires are given to you from the universe like it's, of it's course. Yeah. through and through so you're you're given these desires so you wouldn't have it if you didn't actually want to achieve it so I believe that an empowered woman is someone who 
who goes in, faces her fears, reframes things, does the inner work, and then stands up and has kind of lived lived it and like talks the talk and you know walks the walk kind of thing and then also empowers other women to do the same and I think another thing as well is um not is of course we're going to have fear of judgment and fear of not fitting in and fear of not being liked because that's an evolutionary thing we 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 have to be part of our tribe we have to be part of the community um so of course we're going to have that if you want to step into leadership and you want to be an empowered woman and you want to be an empowered leader, that's you don't have time to be worrying about what people think about your actions as long as they're true to your desires and you're being yes. authentic, then it's okay. Those comments will brush off you anyway. It's if you're doing something without the authenticity, then the comments will affect you because you weren't being true to yourself. And I believe also really getting to know your values, learning what my values were, um, changed my entire life actually because then a lot of things that I do I'm like hmm, does this fit in with my value of integrity or does it fit in with my value of fun or effort or spirituality or freedom or adventure and they're like my top ones um so yeah quite a long-winded answer there sorry <laughs> but, um, okay, I appreciate it thank you so much Tara for your time thank you so much you're welcome a example expander exception an empowered woman to me and the listeners that are on my podcast i really appreciate you taking the time out of your day and i hope this recorded properly if it's not i'll be in touch with you again (laughs) okay first time i'm using zoom yeah i'm sure it'll be fine it'll be fine it'll be on your side <laughs> yeah thank you so much but yeah obviously we'll be in touch with you on um voice voicey and yeah thank yeah. you so have a beautiful night and um enjoy with your family and thank you thank you so much see ya bye